turn us on and the satisfaction's guaranteed. Frank Discussion with Passion on CJD 800. Once a month on Passion, we focus on uh, the issues surrounding the LGBTQ community. And this week happens to be Bisexuality Awareness Week. So after 10.15, we will, I will talk about this. No panel, just me talking about bisexuality and wanting to get your thoughts as well. Like, how would you react if your partner told you they were bisexual? Do you think you could ever or would you ever date Uh, a bisexual or would this be something that would threaten you we can talk about that and more after 10 15 but first time to check out our inbox your texts are always welcome connect with passion at 514-800 got a bunch of emails uh, as well sent to me to laurie at drlaurie.com that i want to share with you Uh, This one first, I was born in Germany and have lived there most of my life. I moved to Montreal, Canada three years ago with my daughter and we both love it. I speak five languages and my daughter four languages. I moved here because a teaching opportunity presented itself and I accepted. And then goes on to talk about our politics and blah, blah, blah. Uh, I've been listening to your show when possible over the last six months, and it is very impressive. Thank you. In Bonn, Germany, I guess, there is a a similar show, but it is one hour Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays. Germany as a whole is more sexually open than Montreal, but that is due to the European culture. Uh, I'm very impressed that you allow your audience to comment on problems that a listener sends you. When you read a message from someone in distress, I can tell in your voice that you really care. The more I listen, the more I enjoy your show, but I think Tuesdays and Fridays are my favorite. I have sent the link of CJD to a few uh, friends, close friends in back in Bonn. One gets up at 4 a.m. Bonn time to listen live. You have a great country, and you represent what is beautiful about the people here. Aw, that's so sweet. I feel like an, an ambassador for us Canadians. That's very nice. Uh, Okay, Uh, this is a situation now here where you can comment on this and you tell me what you would do, okay? And I'll, I'll give you my thoughts on that. Hello, Dr. Laurie. I just got in and still somewhat distraught at what I overheard this afternoon. I had a late lunch on a terrace in Brossard this afternoon with a friend. At the next table, there were four gentlemen, I would guess in their mid-30s to mid-40s. We could hear them commenting about my friend who is rather large-breasted, and then they began speaking about their wives and girlfriends. I was horrified how they freely spoke about their partners. Comments like, if my wife doesn't like it she can leave and take the kids with her or is your wife a good screw we talked to each other but their conversation could easily be overheard by us and other people around them my friend got up to go to the ladies room and one of them said check that ass out mmm when she returned I told her what I overheard she made eye contact with the guy and they began to talk he told her he had to get back to work but would like to see her again this was a married guy She played along and asked him for his cell number, and he was only too happy to give it to her. Wrote his full name and cell number on a paper. We later searched his name on Canada 411, and there it was with home address and home phone number. She texted him a simple hello, and he started texting like crazy about how he loves women with big breasts, and he asked if she liked her men big, and she replied, what do you mean? He sent a dick pic, and if I may say 
if I may say so, small. She is planning on calling his home phone and discussing his activity with his wife, but will let him know by text while on the phone with his wife. These types of men need to be exposed, disgusting, and no respect. Think she is doing the right thing? I would not be such a S-disturber, personally. I think, I'm not sure that this is doing the right thing. Um, I don't know. I want to hear what other people have to say. Personally, this is not, I would not want to get in the middle of destroying a, uh, a relationship. You have nothing like you're not, it's not like the person's having an affair with them or what have you to be able to just do that. I don't know. I find that a little vindictive, a little, uh, um, certainly not up my alley. So I don't know how other people would feel about that. It's not like, <laughs> women generally are exposed to these kinds of behaviors, I would probably say on a regular basis. Yes, there are some men who maybe uh, who objectify women quite a bit or who are cheaters and who um, don't seem to have as much respect. But expose them in what in in that way is very destructive, and I'm not sure you'd be accomplishing, all that much because we don't know what the situation is at home we don't know what damage we're going to be doing to the wife like you're hurting more than that person that's the that's my thing it's like i'm thinking of the wife on the other side you know you're the one who's going to be looked at as the crazy person firstly because it's going to be hard for her to accept, admit, whatever it is, right? Because if she's got a family and, and, and all of that, like, what do you plan to achieve with this? You're just going to raise hell. Um, anybody care to, to comment on that? To me, that's a, it's a bit of a, I guess a moral dilemma, maybe for me, not such a dilemma, but nonetheless, uh, you could, or one person says, scare him in a way that he won't do it again with someone else. So maybe texting him and saying, um, by the way, you know, this behavior is pretty cruddy if you're married and shall I tell your wife what you're, what you're up to? Shall I tell your wife how you talk about her? Uh, in public, shall I tell your wife? And that might scare him. So maybe. That would be a, a better approach than uh, calling her directly, which, yeah, that's uh, that's going a little far in, in my books. 514-800, if you'd like to comment on this or on anything uh, on the subject of the evening as well. Uh, let's see. I just don't know if I have time to answer. Well, let me just uh, get to this. All right. Um, my question is, what would you recommend for me and my girlfriend? My girlfriend has a sensitive clitoris. So when we have sex, she, she has become disinterested in intercourse because she complains it's too painful and I can go for a decent amount of time. Also, because of what she has going on with her clitoris, she thinks 
too much and isn't present in the moment because of the complication which ultimately leads to her not being aroused and wet. What should we do? So there's, it's hard for me to know what is going on here. So I would want a thorough evaluation of this. If intercourse is painful, let's look at that. Why is it painful? What's happening there? Is there a way, I mean, with intercourse, you, there's, you, there's no direct stimulation of the clitoris. So, uh, how else does she get aroused? Like this is a good example of, a of, of somebody who can reach out, talk to a sex therapist, talk to somebody who can help her figure out what is going on and get to the bottom of that. And it's possible to work with maybe a pelvic floor physiotherapist. If there is pain with intercourse, maybe find, uh, using a lubricant. So different things that she uh, can absolutely do. Uh, coming up, we'll talk about bisexuality as it is bisexuality awareness week. A safe place to work out the kinks in any relationship. It's Passion with CGAD 800's Dr. Lori Batito. Before I get into discussing bisexuality, I want to just uh, share some of your texts about the situation where a bunch of girls overheard guys talking really badly and then one married guy gives one of the girls, she played along, she she kind of set him up for it, but uh, gave her uh, gave uh, her his phone number she texted and then he started, you know, sexting right away and blah, blah. So, and then now they want to call or the girl, the woman wants to call the wife because they found out who he is and the home phone number wants to call the wife and tell uh, her what a dog her uh, husband is and ask for my opinion. I said, that's going too far, frankly. A couple of texts here. Uh, she sounds like a uh, S disturber. Like I said, she should have called him out instead of playing along. And maybe I would have done that, which would have been maybe shaming him in front of his friends. Uh, if I was her, I would send him his address and home phone number and add, let me discuss this with your wife first. Uh, but if she does, he deserves it. Uh, I think the woman is going too far. The wife maybe already knows her man. That, that woman is going too far. It is not her place to do that. There may be kids in that relationship that may get in the middle, so she should leave it alone. Uh, really bugs me. His wife cooks, keeps house, and washes his dirty underwear, and he hands out his cell phone to strange women. His wife deserves better. Uh, another texter, completely in the opposite, says, you're doing the wife a favor because if he did that, he has done more and save her 58 years of emotional abuse. Let her get out before it's too late for her. Once a player, always a player. If more women did this, then those so-called men can be backed up. The word will get out to all of them. They all lead double lives and some of them quadruple lives. It sucks out there. I know one man who sleeps with four or five women a week. He hires off of Kijiji and the wife does not have a clue. Sick, sick, empty men. Um, it's not all men, may I add. It's not all men, but it's uh, there's another perspective clearly from an angry um, woman who has unfortunately seen her fair share of bad behavior. And I have too seen my fair share of bad behavior, but that's the business I'm in, right? I don't see happy couples. I see struggling couples. So I'm going to see this kind of thing. Uh, let's talk about bisexuality. Bisexuality is bisexuality awareness this week. And you know, once a month we do focus on LGBTQ um, issues. 
there's a whole history behind uh, bisexuality and how it evolved and how it has come to be accepted uh, in our society. Now, in the 70s, it was actually very chic to be uh, bisexual. There were so many articles that appeared in the popular press about it, and I, I remember quite clearly. And there was certainly a high visibility of bisexual rock stars and artists. The, that's where I first heard about it. It was with rock stars like David Bowie, Rod Stewart, Mick Jagger, who had all come out as, um, as bisexual at the time. Uh, in the 80s and the early 90s, it was a youth that had started, that had become very active in the bisexual movement and started to form uh, groups in communities and in university. But I think there's still a lot to learn about bisexuality. I think most of us have an understanding clearly of homosexuality, but bisexuality seems to be a little trickier to figure out because there's a lot of gray with this, right? And, and so many more people today identify with this, uh, with this gray area. So I want to ask you as well, like, how would you react if your partner told you they were bisexual? I've had, uh, two clients in with this situ this very situation married people who then discovered that their partners were bisexual so it was not told to them beforehand so of course it can be quite threatening and quite upsetting and even traumatic uh, I think it's something that should be shared ahead of time but I want to hear uh, from you do you would you ever date a bisexual would you feel threatened by it and maybe this is a question of age as well, something. Anyhow, I want to hear from you, 514-800. So if we just look at a definition, a very simple definition of bisexuality, it's the capacity for emotional, romantic, and or physical attraction to more than one gender. That's basically what it boils down to. Uh, but in in we still tend to categorize people as gay or straight. And it's sometimes difficult to know where does, where does bisexuality fit in all of that, right? I mean, if you scour the internet, of course, you can find tons of documentation of people arguing uh, two sides of that, two sides of bisexuality. You have people who say that bisexuals are simply people who are confused about who they are. And then you have, on the other hand, uh, people who identify as bisexuals who say that they are misunderstood, that this is an orientation uh, for them, that the general public doesn't understand and that they are not given the acknowledgement that they deserve. And you have this within the gay community and the, the straight community. Now, there are some common myths surrounding bisexuality that they, they will defend as well. Um, bisexuality as a trend, for example. No, bisexuality is for them. The, this is the arguments that bisexuals will give you. Bisexuality is just as valid and natural as heterosexuality or homosexuality. The argument that bisexuals are confused, 
They'll say, on the contrary, bisexuals stop being confused once they realize who they are. Bisexual. And bisexuality is a choice. Their argument, sexuality of any kind is not a choice. A couple of texters here. It should be let known early, not later uh, in the relationship. That's, I agree with you there. Another one says, I'm not sure if I believe that bisexual is real. I'd love to hear from some bisexuals, actually, who might want to make... I can tell you it's real. There are people who are uh, bisexual. There are some people who start off their, uh, in identifying as bisexual and move, move to realize they are more homosexual. That has happened, and that's in the process of uh, discovery of themselves early on. Uh, or should I say possible, nor do I think open marriage is possible. So bisexuality is not possible or open marriage is not possible. Well, I can tell you that both exist <laughs> and, and, and both do are real and not necessarily unhealthy either. So the problem is that a lot of bisexuals feel that they are not accepted by any groups, so neither the heterosexuals, the gays, lesbians, no group, right? They're kind of left uh, dangling there. And um, many bisexuals believe that straight people see them as swingers, right? That they are somehow, they need to go both ways. They need to, uh, they're non-monogamous. Like, again, these are uh, misperceptions. And then they claim that on the gay side, that the gay community sees them as uh, indecisive, actually. So bisexuals will argue that their orientation is a legitimate one. And if you look at the history in, uh, in the 1940s, Alfred Kinsey did a large, like the largest scale study on sexuality. And that's where we came up with, or they came up with what's called the Kinsey scale that, uh, that is used, right? So he developed this scale where he showed after studying thousands of people, and you should watch the movie. There is a movie called Kinsey. I think it's just called Kinsey. It's so fascinating. I mean, he seems a bit of a dog, the guy, but nonetheless, um, it's a, it's a fascinating look into this world. I mean, this was all the way back in the forties. And he showed that sexuality was not a matter of just homosexuality or heterosexuality, that there were shades in between those extremes. And he based his model on sexual behavior since adulthood with a, a value scale. And it, the numbers went from zero uh, zero to, uh, to six. And we call that the Kinsey scale. So on the zero side is 100% heterosexual on the homosexual side, which would be number six, which would be exclusively homosexual. Uh, so if you're a hundred percent heterosexual, uh, it means you have never had or imagined a sexual experience of any kind with a person of the same sex. If you're a hundred percent homosexual with number six, it refers to people who have had sexual fantasies and experiences only with people of the same sex. And then of course a three is the, 
is the bisexual, which refers to the, the center of the continuum for those who feel equally attracted to the same sex and opposite sex. But you can also be, uh, it, it doesn't have to be an equal thing. You can be a, a four or you can be a two and you'd still have some, not just, um, 50 50. I'd love to hear some of your thoughts on uh, bisexuality, what you know of it. If you are bisexual, maybe you want to share and dispel uh, some myths. So we'll talk about, uh, we'll, we'll bring this more awareness to you as it is Bisexual Awareness Week. Discuss this issue plus your stupid sex story of the day. and the politics to the hang-ups and the heartbreak. You're listening to Passion, CJD 800. It is time for your stupid sex story of the day, but we are talking about bisexuality tonight. This one just so happens to be an LGBTQ stupid sex story. Uh, A gay man says he faced anti-gay discrimination and rigid gender stereotypes when he went to a casino in Hot Springs, Arkansas, with his Louis Vuitton purse. Now, the stupid part is the casino, not the guy, okay? Uh, Men don't wear purses, a security guard allegedly told him. Jordan Kirk tried to walk purse first into the casino with his husband, uh, but the guard told him to leave his purse in his car. Kirk says he saw women going into the casino with purses and asked why he was being told to leave his. I was like, well, she is taking her purse inside. And the lady behind us was like, do I need to take my bag to the car? And he was like, no, purses are allowed. The guard supervisor came over and said that the casino's policy is to ban all bags, but purses are allowed. And the difference appears to be the gender of the person holding it. I asked him if a woman was carrying my bag, could she take it in the door? And he told me yes, but because I wasn't, I couldn't take it inside. He pointed out that some of the purses women were carrying were bigger than his, and one woman carrying a purse stood up for him and called the police, discriminating. He said that a manager eventually let him in with his purse, but he had to hand it over so that it could be searched for explosives. No one else's purse was searched. He later wrote about the incident on Facebook. They were worried that a man carrying a bag may have explosives. Explosives? You're kidding me. Because I'm gay, I'm carrying a man purse. Now I may carry explosives? Who's going to blow up their Louis Vuitton on purpose? <laughs> they sent him an apology on uh, social media. <laughs> oh, wow. Stupid of the casino, frankly, in my books. All right, we've got uh, quite a few of you commenting on bisexuality. I don't say it's unhealthy, but I agree with the confused comments. So bisexuals will tell you they are not confused, that this is a myth. It could be that some people are uh, exploring their orientation and so, or are afraid to come out as gay because of family reasons, whatever, societal, whatever it is. And so they think it might be safer to say uh, they're bisexual, but then discover or then realize they truly aren't. They are a homosexual, but that doesn't mean that every bisexual fits into that category. There may be some 
but for the most part, most will tell you that they are not confused. Another text writes, I almost feel like you shouldn't be given the choice of going from one to another unless you're just dating people and then who cares what sex the person is, just wear a condom. I'm not sure I quite understand in terms of you shouldn't be given the choice, but I'm not sure. Passion Poet weighs in. So your hubby is by. Now you're packing your stuff. There's a lot of things you can handle, but that's a little too rough. Your wife tells you she's by. Your mind starts to run. You want to find out who and hope for a threesome. It's a typical male thought and it's biased and not fair, but you married one person, not someone you want to share. Well said. There is definitely a double standard. If a wife hears within the marriage, I'm bisexual and didn't know about it, uh, that might freak her out. If a guy hears that his wife is bisexual, it might turn him on. I don't know. Please uh, let me know. If you're a guy, what would you think if your wife told you she was in fact bisexual into the marriage, not prior to the marriage? I think you can love somebody no matter what sex. It's just a matter of how much you love the person. But Well, there are some people who are zero on the Kinsey scale. They are completely heterosexual. It's not about who they love. They would not be able to have sex with that person, even if they care about them because they're, they're not oriented that way. So uh, some people are pansexual. It's just the the person, whether they are uh, male, female, or trans. So there's many variations. Uh, I would be happy if a partner admits they are bisexual. It shows openness. I am a woman that prefers the male role, so it would be more likely they will uh, comply. Um, I've had guy friends tell me they love me sometimes a little too much. I get uncomfortable and I let them know nicely I'm not interested. Uh, It's really not a good assessment. We know many straight women watch lesbian porn, and I'm certain few few straight men watch gay porn. Women are more sensual and passionate, and it's not all about the sex. That's true. It's the seduction, the foreplay. Straight women may even fantasize about another woman, where I doubt few straight men fantasize about sex with another guy. So you are right that, um, in fact, women's sexuality has been shown to be more fluid in a way and it's possible because they they have close relationships and more intimate I don't mean sexual but more intimate relationships with other women and that it's not maybe not such a far jump to the sexual part of it but again that's not that's not to say it all women are 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 like that um Why do people enter monogamous relationships if they are not monogamous? They should remain free and single. They are probably using their partners for money. Who knows what? People do have issues. And yes, people enter into marriages and contracts of expecting fidelity and and monogamy and don't follow through at all. Uh, Is pansexuality also bisexuality? No. So bisexuality is uh, male or female. Pansexuality is any person, whatever their, their gender. So there, there's also transgender, non-binary people, et cetera, et cetera. So we know there's pansexuality is a newish term. Um, but it also, uh, the, uh, trans individuals fall under that, into that umbrella as well. 
I'm just saying if you want to date whoever you want, it's nobody's business who you're dating or what sex they are. Absolutely, you are uh, quite right. But if you get into a relationship, you should know if the person is not going to be able to live with just you. And I think that's the biggest fear, that if you marry a bisexual, you you might feel threatened because you think you may not be enough. So if you're bisexual and you choose to marry a woman or you fall in love with a woman, and and uh, I mean the expectation should be unless otherwise discussed it should be monogamy because that's the understanding so I think the, the threat or the fear would be that uh, you're going to get just tired of a female body and you're going to want to go with with a male or I'm just not enough but I don't think that that's how it it works you're also marrying if you choose to marry it should be the person you are marrying and the vows you make to that person the agreement you have come to with that person to have a double life or a secret life is a big no-no I mean that is traumatic like that betrayal right there right Uh, I'd be hurt if she married me knowing she wanted more than just me. Uh, Yeah, I I totally get that. Um, So I dated a bi woman for several months. It is not a competition, but I found her to be the most grounded woman I ever dated. So there you have it. I want to get back to the Kinsey scale as well and talk about how like why it's looked at as not homosexual or just heterosexual, there's far more in between, and maybe we can give some examples. Passion with Dr. Lori Batido on CJAD 800. Tonight on our, our LGBTQ night, we are talking about bisexuality. It is Bisexuality Awareness Week. And yes, we need a little bit of awareness uh, about this because bisexuality is still quite misunderstood Uh, so Kinsey Alfred Kinsey back in the 40s did a a large study and he was the very first person really to say that people are homosexual or heterosexual by degrees and that few people are strictly one or the other when they factor in their fantasies and their actual behaviors so it's a lot more than just fan like it's it's got uh, many elements to it right uh, so for example if a woman has a one-time experience kissing another woman she enjoyed the kiss but does not know whether she would do it again on the Kinsey scale she's not a, a zero which would be hundred percent hetero she would be around a one She freely admits to enjoying her experience with the other woman, but her primary relationships continue to be heterosexual. So she wouldn't be completely on one end of the scale. She'd be move over a little bit, right? So Kinsey scale really revolutionized the way in which people looked at and understood sexuality. Plus he came up with some statistics after interviewing many, many, many people. He figured that these were his uh, statistics. A third of American males and 13% of American females claim to have had at least one same-sex orgasmic experience by the age of 45. That's a lot. Think about that for a minute. More males than, than women, right, to orgasm. A lot of it could happen during uh, puberty and sex play between boys, etc., etc., 
approximately 10% of males admitted to having been predominantly homosexual for at least three years between the ages of 16 and 55. And he also found, which is interesting, that a person's sexual orientation could change over the course of a lifetime, which is pretty revolutionary to, uh, to say that. So it's not just that orientation is black and white. There are shades of gray within the two extremes and that most of us um, fall into. So what do you think about that? 514-800 if you want to uh, make a comment about bisexuality. I found an interesting article about based on Bisexuality Awareness Week about uh, people uh, like icons in the in in, in field and such um, who came out. So this article says bisexuals represent approximately 40% of the LGBT plus community, yet all too often their sexuality is overlooked, ignored, or misrepresented thanks to what's called bi eraser and the unhealthy stereotypes it's couched in. So it's like as if bisexuality doesn't exist. Actually, this text writes, and I bet 90% of women under 30 today have had a same-sex experience. I don't know about 90%, but far more than in the 1940s, that's for sure, because young people uh, are uh, far more open to exploring their sexuality these days. And a lot of it is because we, we talk about the, the, the variations and we talk about all of this stuff. And so they, um, it's less, uh, less taboo, certainly, to, to try. So in, during Bisexual Awareness Week, of course, and you can hashtag it Bi Week, is about educating people on the obstacles bisexuals often face, uh, accelerating acceptance, and showing the world just how diverse bisexual people and their communities really are. So they give you here, there's a bunch of people and then some of their quotes, and some of them you may know, some of them you may not know. Uh, Halsey, I think I'm pronouncing her the name right, singer, songwriter, and activist, uh, rose to fame in 2015, has been outspoken about her bisexual identity, constantly confirming and reaffirming it within public view. She continues to fight for bisexual representation in music and even released several songs about being bisexual in her albums. Uh, Billy Joe Armstrong, he's a Green Day singer. In a 1995 interview, he told The Advocate, I think I've always been bisexual. I mean, it's something that I've always been interested in. I think people are born bisexual. And it's just that our parents and society kind of veer us off into this feeling of, oh, I can't. They say it's taboo. It's ingrained in our heads that it's bad. When it's not bad at all, it's a very beautiful thing. Uh, Evan Rachel Wood, who's an actor, model, and musician. She's a star of Westworld. Uh, first came out as bisexual in 2011 in Esquire magazine. Uh, she says, bisexual people are the largest single group within the LGBT plus community, yet we are hardly recognized. She tweeted during uh, 2015's Bisexual Awareness Week, I can assure you that whatever straight privilege I sometimes get accused of having gets erased by hashtag by 
biophobia. And there is, is such a thing, biophobia. Uh, C.C. McDonald, who is a trans activist, she's a trans woman who spent 19 months of her 41-month prison sentence in a men's prison for the death of a white supremacist she killed in self-defense. There's a documentary, uh, it's called Free C.C., a documentary by Laverne Cox, who also is a trans um, woman. She founded the Black Excellence Tour, where she talks about uh, sexuality, mass incarceration, violence, etc., etc. Uh, Alan Cumming, who is an actor, comedian, singer, writer, and filmmaker, he's a Scottish-American actor, uh, known for his performance as Eli Gold in The Good Wife, so some of you may have seen it. He discussed his sexuality. He said, My sexuality has never been black and white. It's always been gray. I'm with a man, but I haven't closed myself off to the fact that I'm still sexually attracted to women. Kristen Stewart, uh, the uh, Charlie's Angel star, and of course from um, the other famous movies, uh, endured a long struggle understanding her identity, but, but is now comfortably bisexual and keen to express her sexuality through her work. She says, you're not confused if you're bisexual. It's not confusing at all. For me, it's quite the opposite. Then you have Frank Ocean, singer, songwriter, rapper, record producer. Uh, he hasn't explicitly labeled himself as bisexual, but on Tumblr, he wrote about his first love that was a man. I was 19 years old. He was two. We spent that summer and the summer after together every day almost. By the time I realized I was in love, it was malignant. It was hopeless. There was no escaping, no negotiating with the feeling, no choice. It was my first love. It changed um, my life. Somebody wrote him, but you get people like Rosie O'Donnell who goes over the top. Rosie O'Donnell is gay. She's not bisexual as far as, far as I know, um, but there have been plenty. Uh, Margaret Cho, who is a comedian and actress, uh, she uh, described her sexuality as saying, I like the term queer too, but I think bi is more elegant. Bisexuality feels good. It's perfume ads. It's very elegant. And Anna Paquin the true star, uh, she came out as a proud bisexual in a PSA for the Give a Damn campaign aimed at promoting gay, lesbian, bisexual, and transgender equality. She says, I'm bisexual and I give a damn. Uh, so there you have it. Those are some, some famous people who have come out uh, as bisexual. Thank you so much for your attention tonight. I hope uh, you learned a little something. And uh, thank you for, uh, you know, commenting and, uh, and being with me here tonight. Thank you to our wonderful technical producer tonight. You can connect with me on social media at Dr. Lori Petito or through my website, drlori.com, where you can find as well our podcasts of all the past shows. Uh, coming up uh, next here on CJD, we bring you the CTV National News. Have a wonderful rest of the evening. Stay safe and remember to live your life with passion.